This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number six of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland as uh, the Guardians get ready to take on the Yankees on Wednesday afternoon. A 1-10 first pitch if you're in the area. Beautiful day shaping up downtown, so come on down to the ballpark. Good seats still available for this series and homestand finale. All right. Full disclosure time on the podcast if you're a regular listener. Look, we try and be honest with our listeners. Uh, recorded a podcast yesterday. The original episode number six was supposed to air uh, on Tuesday following a thrilling 3-2 to two Guardians win on Monday night. It was recorded, ready to go. I simply forgot to send it to Major League Baseball to have them post it. So it's uh, sitting on the computer, and there's all kinds of good stuff in there. An interview with Will Brennan. Uh, we hear from Shane Bieber after an outstanding performance um, against the Yankees. And uh, also Terry Francona's thoughts. So we don't want that to go to waste. And last night, Tuesday night, a tough one for the Guardians as they uh, lost to the Yankees by a lopsided score. So we certainly can relive Mondays on this podcast and get some good stuff from Brennan, Bieber, and Tito. So uh, let's have at it, and we'll pick it up uh, with Shane Bieber, who pitched seven strong innings, allowed just two runs in the first inning. And uh, here were some of his thoughts following the ball game on Monday night. Pitched a decent amount of games in your career. Just um, how do you keep the pace, slow the pace down when maybe the first inning, first couple of pitches don't go the way you want them to? Uh, yeah, pretty much started the game with runner on second. Never, uh, that's never fun. Um, and then a lot of hard hit balls after that. So kind of got away with one with the line drive to Hemi. Uh, it's good to get one out of the way. I've talked about, talked to you specifically. Um, a lot in the past about as a starting pitcher that first innings it's crucial, right? Um, you can have a great warm up in the bullpen, um, feel good going into it, but there's always a little bit uh, level of an uncertainty if, uh, if I'm being honest. And I think most guys would, if they're being honest, will tell you that. So um, getting the first, getting the leadoff guy out. Uh, it's kind of crucial when it doesn't go that way. It's it's tough, and you kind of got to grind from the start without falling into a rhythm. So was able to limit the damage with uh, with two there in the first, and then um, just try and try and gut it out, and I uh, was able to do that. Getting a run and that you're just making it two to one. Does that help you just kind of settle in, or is it more what you're throwing that helps you settle in? Definitely, I think I think it helps the offense too. Um, like I said, it's it's for a starter. It's tough to give up runs early. If you're able to get through four, five, six uh, without uh, feel on top of the world, and you can kind of keep your foot on the gas pedal. So um, it was big for everybody, I think, and 
uh, I knew what I wanted to do regardless. Uh, we were able to, like I said, just grind it out and, and make it work. So I'm glad we came out on top just to be able to get through seven uh, and limit the damage, like I said, in the first. And then James did an unbelievable job there in the seventh or the eighth, sorry. Um, came up huge for us, obviously, Class A. Uh, best in the game in the ninth. So um, credit to Mike, obviously, uh, what he did on the offensive side of the ball, but um, also defensively, I think uh, he helped us all out quite a bit. Pretty good read on hitters, but how much does it help to have a guy like Zanino who's faced that team a lot in his days? Yeah, I was thinking about that prior to the game. Um, so just an ever extra level of comfortability, confidence, uh, especially you could kind of sense that from him. So uh, pitching is a game of adjustments baseball is and so we were able to go ahead and do that and communication is always key for for me personally in between innings um as well as our catchers we were able to just kind of keep an open line of communication talk through things um prior to going out for the next inning that was big has it played a bunch of extra inning games already because coming into tonight led the league in bullpen innings just how important is it to be able to go seven Zach to go seven yesterday just to give those guys. Yeah, minute. Zach had a very similar outing. Uh, we just talked about it. He gave up two in the first. Um, uh, it's it's not the easiest thing to do to totally set that aside, compartmentalize, and and try and restart. Um, doesn't always work out great. So I think Zach that was huge for for us as a team yesterday. Uh, even though it went a little bit longer than. Um, than we would have liked it to ideally, but uh, bullpen is one of our many strong suits. It was last year. It will be again this year. Uh, we trust handing the ball over to those guys at any point in the ball game. And I think we're getting to that point uh, through six of my last two starts could have potentially gone for seven, but um, you know, we're, we're kind of letting things fall in line as, as they usually do. And uh, I'm excited to be able to throw more. Referenced it before, but how how daunting was that task that James had to go through there after the leadoff triple to go through? Yeah, I think Miles makes that play more often than not. Um, and you, you respect the hustle, and if he comes up with that, it's tip your cap like we normally do. And um, but it, it's just kind of what we did a lot last year, um, and where we're we're picking up this year is just trying to pick each other up. And uh, he generally uh, picks us pitchers up, and at and that point. James was able to pick uh, pick him up a little bit, and so uh, that that was huge. It was uh, it was an unbelievable inning, and to to be able to kind of build momentum throughout uh, a small spurt uh, of that eighth inning with the check swing and field fly, um, and then two strikeouts at the end. I think it was it was awesome. I think it did a lot for uh, us as a team. Sedino said. Uh... The Yankees came out swinging early in the first inning. Did you change anything after, after that inning? No, I think, uh, like I said, it's in that first inning, it's, you'd like to fall into a groove, and uh, I wasn't really able to, especially, you know, from pitch one. Uh, so they ambushed me a little bit and did a good job of it. So I didn't do a great job of getting fastballs down and away, executing like I normally would like to, uh, and I got – punished a little bit for it. So it's, it's going to happen, but um, started to fall behind guys a little bit in that first and second, maybe third inning, uh, but was able to make pitches when I needed to. And I 
I think that's what it comes down to. Obviously pitched several times against the Yankees in big games before. I'm just curious, even like in years past, as you kind of build this, this, you know, um, resume for yourself, you, you know what certain guys do. They got a lot of guys that hit the ball hard and put it in play. Yeah. What do you carry with you from previous, you know, chances to pitch against a team that can change the game on one swing of the bat the way they can? Great question. I think um, I'm excited to dive into that a little bit more tonight and tomorrow. Um, I feel like, like you said, I've built up a, a tiny bit of uh, a work resume uh, to, to be able to dissect what their plan is. That being said, hitters change their plan all the time as pitchers do. So it's really about as a starting pitcher, making adjustments throughout the game from start to start. Um, I had some ideas going into today about how I thought they would attack me, um, which kind of ended up being true. But like I said, didn't wasn't able to really fall into a rhythm, uh, didn't get the chance to fall into a rhythm early there. So I uh, got put on my heels a little bit within the first inning. So like I said, I'm excited to dissect that a little bit more tonight and tomorrow uh, going forward for the next time we face him. Also post-game, Terry Francona, the manager of the Guardians, weighed in. Tito, how do you, uh, how do you explain – how Bieber went about tonight after just seeing the beginning of the game, just how he settled. You know, the first inning, he, he was, he just was having really trouble staying out of the middle of the plate. And, you know, there were some balls, they were taking some pretty healthy swings. To his credit, gets out with two. Probably a good thing that Stanton used a two iron, not a four iron, or that might have, because he hit that ball about as hard as you can. But then from there, Biebs was like back to Bieber which I don't know how easy that is to make that transition, but he sure did it. Nice to see James pick up Miles and the guys he had to face. Yeah. I mean, you you know, when you have at the time, what, three hits and you're hanging on by, a, a, you know, a thread, those types of things can, can seem bigger. But it was, it was really fun watching James compete once that did happen. No, you only scored three runs, but – how much do you feel like the running game and what you guys were able to do just putting the thought in their head helped you guys? Well, I don't think we score three without that. I mean, like I said, the alternative is, okay, if you get four hits and you don't score, that's – if you get four hits, score as many as you can. That's what we try to do. We see Zanino now have a couple games where you can see the pop in his back kind of changes what the bottom of that lineup does. Yeah, yeah it's nice, especially against a right-hander too. Um, that's, that's really welcome. And we, we didn't, you know, we caught a bad break when that ball hit the, like the screen or netting, whatever it is out there and didn't bounce back. I've never seen that in 11 years here. So that was a, at the time, that's a big, bad break. Just a quick question to Josh. I know he's grinding, trying to get better results. Are you happy with his approach at the plate and, and with his at-bats so far? Oh, I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's very happy with his at-bats, but He's not shortchanging anybody on effort, on being a teammate. He's just got a slow start. And I've probably told this room a million times, hitters that have, you know, a, a resume, a baseball card, they'll get as hot as they got cold. And when he does, it'll be fun to watch. Meantime, just got to be patient because if you're not, you miss out on some really – some, what could be some really good stuff. And as promised, Will Brennan has been making a serious bid for more playing time as he performed extremely well again 
in the series opener against New York with a, a sack fly that proved to be a big run driven in. And uh, the Guardians went on to that 3-2 to two win. We had a chance to catch up with Will prior to the game on Monday night against New York and talk to him about how things have been going so far as he tries to stay sharp with infrequent playing time early in the season. You know, it's just part of the game. Being in the situation that I am, just kind of have to fight for at-bats and fight for things that, you know, just, you know, this game doesn't come easy. So anytime that I can get an opportunity, i got to take advantage of it. And that's just the situation that, you know, I've been dealt. And, just, again, want to help this team win any way I can. And you look at your plate appearances, and at this point in the season, you kind of have to throw stats out the window and just say, hey, I had a good at-bat there, and regardless of the result. Yeah, it's like a it's like the Ted Lasso quote of you know being a goldfish. You have to have short term memory loss after you know a night where you might only get one at bat or you know might scuffle a little bit. But again, every day is a new day and new opportunity. So yesterday you're in the starting lineup and, and turns out you come up in key spots. Uh, tell us about that bottom of the ninth. I mean the, the team's up against it. Uh, it's been a real s- struggle to score runs all day. Uh, how confident were you in, in that situation that, that you could do some damage? You know, I I had a lot of conviction. I know that we've you know, been struggling with runners in scoring position, and, you know, all we needed was one hit all weekend. And, you know, fortunately I was able to, you know, find a glove and have it bounce out. But, um, again, you know, you dream about those situations as a kid, you know, going up there in the bottom of the ninth. And all the preparation that I've done up to this point, you know, really helped me, you know, settle in and, be fine in the box and compose so you know it's all you can ask for and you come through again in extra innings was it is it any easier when you do it earlier in the game in, in a key spot to to at least feel confident when you go up the next time yeah yeah it definitely does it's a little harder to focus uh, you know in spring training when you're playing a little bit more you get three at bats you get taken on the seventh inning so when you start playing 11 12 innings it can be hard to get back mentally but you know, again, this is the big leagues. This is, you know, what we've prepared for. And anytime you get put in those situations, it's a lot of fun. Stay with us. We'll have more with Will Brennan after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Outfielder Will Brennan joining us. And, uh, Will, you're up at the end of last season, but this was your first time you break camp with the major league team and you're on that opening day roster. And even though you were here last year and you're in the postseason, big games, all of that, uh, how important is that to you or, or any player to, to be on that opening day roster? Yeah, it's huge. Obviously, the organization has a little value in you, and that's always nice. But, you know, you the game's fair, and you put yourself in the right spots, and you battle, and you work hard every day. The game will reward you. Tell us about how Tito let you know that that you would be on that opening day roster. Because, I mean, I think from the outside, we kind of figured you would be the way the, the spring was going. But how about you? Yeah, you never know until you know. And we were in the dugout about two and a half weeks before we broke camp, and he just pulled me aside right before a game and just said, hey, like, we don't want you to be pressing the last two weeks with, you know, just not knowing anything. And so we just want to let you know that you've made the team. And, you know, I was overwhelmed at first with a little bit of emotion, and then he brought me in and gave me a nice Tony Soprano slap on the cheek and told me to go have fun, have a nice day. So... It was a cool moment and something I won't forget. And because it's Tito, um, for fans who don't know you, you're a Kansas guy, but there's a Red Sox connection there from, from their glory days when he was there. So what does it mean when, when it comes from him? Is that surreal to you? Absolutely, it's surreal. I still, you know, 
have to pinch myself sometimes when I'm in the dugout and, you know, he's cracking jokes at me and, I don't know, it's really cool. Like, the my inner child is definitely going bananas. Team-wise, um, what we saw yesterday, we saw a lot last season where you kind of leave the ballpark and you say, well, how did that happen? But it did, and it's kind of fun. Uh, Team-wise, it seems like you're getting that, that going early this year. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, there's nothing like winning, and it doesn't really matter how you do it. Our, our identity is putting the ball in play, and you know, being scrappy and having good at-bats and passing it to the next guy, and we're just going to continue that trend from last year. Will, thanks a lot for the visit. Thanks, Rosie. Appreciate you. That's Will Brennan, and uh, that's a recap of Monday's activities uh, at the ballpark and, of course, Will talking before Monday night's game, and then he came through with another run batted in in a key spot on Monday. And, again, if uh, you were you were with us at the beginning of the podcast, this was supposed to run yesterday, and uh, most of it <laughs> recorded on uh, Tuesday and uh, just never quite got there to, to send it to MLB and apologize for that. So uh, thanks a lot for for sticking around and uh, staying with us for episode number six of the Rosie Report. We'll have another one tomorrow recapping Wednesday's series and homestand finale. So as always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.